Welcome to the Hellyhead Show. This is episode 98. I am your host, Skids. We've got uh, old Gooch here. Uh, hello, my friend. How are you? And we've got old uh, Cholo. Hey, everybody. And we got my favorite, Diamond. Fuck, <laughs> That's for now. You'll be forgotten. Don't worry. Uh, soon. Soon. Uh, I'm so flattered right now. All right. <laughs> See you guys next week. That's Bye. it. Throw him off his game. Note. He's done. He's done. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's got a paperclip, paperclip staring at him. He's getting all kind choked. of confused. Yeah, he's getting choked up. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, get choked. Got oh. getting choked. Getting right heat, now. heat soaked. Are you heat, heat oh, soaked? Oh right my now? goodness, we're doing this. Heat soaked. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I forgot to add that. So yeah, we well yeah, beat you to it. <laughs> Did you already get it in there? Oh, I got it in there. Dad, God, heat soaking. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a new term. We got a new term. Yeah. And, and some OS fans might get offended. So it's okay. cover your ears. Mm-hmm. So um, we have a new term, heat soaking. Mm-hmm. Should we define heat soaking? It's kind of like saying, you know, um, well, I don't know. Hang on. What, what do you have in mind? Go, you go first. So I think heat soaking could be used in many different situations. You know, um, so I think it could be used like, hey, go heat soak yourself, like go f- get fucked. Yeah, it could be offensive, right? It could be offensive. But yep. then, you know, there's times when heat soaking happens in an OS motor, yeah. in a YS motor, mm-hmm. Dudek, you know, and heat soak. It's just that. Actually, the motor got I heat mean, soaked, in, so. instead of saying like, I'm feeling dialed, you could say, I'm feeling heat soaked. Yeah. You know, so it could you be know? many directions. Yeah. It's just you, you got to interpret Rude. Yeah, <laughs> are you are you feeling heat soaked right now? Like pissed? Mm. Yeah, like I want to be done with this episode because he gave me my chance of feeling special, and now I'm just getting ragged on. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean heat soaking, dude. It happens. You gotta yeah. be careful with it. Yeah, he's playing yeah. with my emotions, and I don't like it. So <laughs> the next time somebody's upset, they're having a bad day, you just be like, yep. he's heat soaked. Yep, he's heat soaked. So what do that you do? Sense. What what do we do when somebody's heat soaked? He's down. You gotta let it breathe, right? You gotta, you know. Yeah, it's like just, nitro. Just, yeah, you just gotta ease off. I'm not doing you know? that. I'm not doing nah, that. You, no. just, you go until it blows. Yeah, you commit to. <laughs> yeah, no, dude. I'm going full corners. He's getting it all. Uh huh. Yep. I'm so, heat soaking the shit out of that guy. Yep. Jesus. Get heat soaked. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, just wanted to bring that out. Let's yeah. just let careful. it loose. I'd you know? be careful where you say that. Yeah. Sounds a little, uh, it's a little spicy. Oh, yeah. I mean, hey, listen, once again, we said it could be used in many manners. That's right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, so if you're heat soaking on a lady, you know, be careful. Because eventually, eventually she'll sometimes. pop. Just saying. <laughs> so you got to ease off sometimes. You definitely you know? want to pull out of it on that game. Yeah. If you're heat like, soaking in there, you definitely want to. Let, let yeah. off. You might get seized up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you might be uh, never financially recover from that one if you know mm. what I mean. Yeah. Living it, I'm living it. I'm gonna yeah. say you end up with a fully baked cream pie at the end of that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my 
Uh, Should we get this rolling? Because we already heat soaked it enough. Mm. Already turned NC-17 on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Let's get the heat soak going. All right. So uh, let's see. Thank you to everyone who downloads and streams and listens to our podcast. We certainly appreciate each and every one of you. Did I do it right that time? I think (laughs) you hit it. Yeah, it was very, very, you know, you didn't hit soak it. You know, it was very nice. (laughs) Nailed it. Okay. Nailed it. Sweet. All right. Well, let's get into some weak success and uh, let's get right into it. Who's going first? Hmm, I'll go first. Do it. Uh, man, so June is upon us. And when it comes to June, I've said now for like two months, it's going to be family month. And uh, so I've done flying, but that's about it. It's uh, I get to do some flying in front of my house. And uh, I, I got to say, man, nitro all the way. I think I've flown in the past two weeks. I've flown the electric tri-blade or the Puma once. Hmm. We're, we, heat, we are heat soaking it up. Nitro so, is life. Nice. Yeah, ni- nitro is life. So the one thing I've been doing is messing around with the 55. And when you heat soaked out motor, what do you do, Kevin? You know, you yeah. land it and you're like, man, I need, yeah. I need to give it a little bit extra juice, right? Yeah, you put a YS in it. Mm. it, it that's coming. I'm trying to get there, you know, for a good reason, meaning that the OS might have popped. Oh, okay. But I really, so I heat soak it. So I go, let's see if I could go three more clicks lean and see what happens. And she comes down heat soaked. I mean, she's smoking, but. She still doesn't pop. Hmm. So, and it's running at 2100. Okay. On the hmm. 580 Nitro. So she's screaming. Um, but yeah, I just can't let myself, you know, get over like to, I just lean it out until it pops. I, I, but I'm, I'm dabbling. I'm trying to see. I think you should. You know? So. Just turn both yeah. needles all the way in. Yeah. Pretty much. That's all you do. That's yep. the only way you can kill an OS. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Yeah, I've been flying a lot that. Um, let's see. I'm having a really tough time with finding nitro. So, and I talked to Cholo. I got, you know, the, the material list that I need. And 30% of it is very easy to get. The oil package, I could literally run up the street, you know, 10 miles up to Summit Racing and get it. Mm-hmm. The Nitro 5050 and the M5 methane, I cannot find anything. See, that's the exact opposite for me. I don't have, it's hard for me to get the oil. I have to order it through Summit, which hazmat fees are crazy. But mm-hmm. I have a local place that I, can get VP, that I can get the mix from for the 5050. Nice. So you need to, like, we need to talk because next time we meet up. Maybe Helix Travaganza, if you want me to, I could go buy it and save you some has yeah. fees. Yeah. You we know? can do vice versa. Yeah. But I, because I, I really, that's what I really want. I want to be able to go buy two five gallon jugs of the material, right? Get the oil and just mix it when I mix it, you know, when I need it, you know, smaller batches. Uh, because really the only other option is, is a 54 gallon drum of VP. Mm-hmm. and you know i talked to with, with you know kevin is like oh dude just get it for yourself i'm like 
I really don't want, I'm not set up really to have a 54 gallon drum of nitromethane, more or less, in my garage. Mm-hmm. You know, Breaking Bad, South Kanekostan style. Um, <laughs> so, really, like, I think the last thing that we could, might be able, like, we're looking into is going in, like, a couple of us buying a 54 gallon drum and splitting it off the bat where it comes out to, I don't know, 10 gallons each or something like that. Dude, you got to think. If three mm-hmm. of you went in on it, okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, essentially, it's basically 500 bucks each. I mean, give or take, right? Yeah. I mean, by the time you buy, like, five cases of fuel, you've spent mm-hmm. that. So mm-hmm. just bone up. Just do it. Yeah. Just heat soak. The, just, I think the soak your wa- the- heat soak your wallet and get it done. The biggest thing about it, Kevin, the biggest thing about it, Kevin, is I don't want to sign up to do it, you know, once again, fall on the sword in any shape or form. Mm. That's really the biggest thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, because guess what? Yeah, you, you know, it's a bone up. The money's not really the issue. The issue is you got to, you know, get it off a truck. You got to bring it into a garage. I don't have a truck and I don't think my 500 pound platform on my flex is going to (laughs) fit a 54 gallon drum to bring it home. Right. No. So it's just a, a kind of like an inconvenience rather than the whole thing, than getting pain there for it. You know, for four gallons. <laughs> yeah, that's cheap. <laughs> so it's, it's not necessarily that even with a truck, I could find a truck. I could go to my father-in-law and get, the truck. it's just the pain, you know, mm-hmm. when I could just get, you know, if I could get my hands on the material, two five-gallon, you know, buckets and make it work that way. Won't feel like yeah. a pain whenever you're siphoning off two gallons of fuel for the weekend. Yeah. So, I don't know. So, that's the problem that I'm encountering right now is trying to find, I mean, the other option is just go S&W, you know, and, you know, that use that as a filler between, you know, because I when we go to, uh, Ur, you know, Urcha this year, Maybe I'll buy another case of VP, you know, or two cases of VP if it's the same price. But I could tell you right now that buying the 54-gallon drum is comes out to like $30 a gallon, like shy of $30 a gallon. Yeah. You know, which is really good because I mm-hmm. think if you do it yourself, you're pretty much there too. If you just so, it, if, yeah, unless you're saving like your old containers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about just the fuel, not the, yeah. the bottles. Yeah. You yeah. know, just pure cost. So it's there. I think there's options. It's just I'm trying to find what's the least painful one to do. You know, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if push comes to shove, the only way to do it is to get a drum. Guess what? Get, get a, drum. a drum. You know, but it's just I'm trying to figure out a little bit less intrusive, you know, means of getting them. So doing that. Um, 96 is running good. I've been flying it at least four times, four to five times a week. Um, usually by my house. Um, I'm really, I think I'm really figuring out the tune on that a little bit better every time, you know, and it's really by leaning, richening and kind of, you know, tracking it down and see where we at, you know, for the day and then, you know, tuning either, you know, riching it or leaning listening to the sound because the sound is completely different because of that pipe. So mm, right. it's, mm. it's, it's getting better. That pipe 
I mean, I'm almost to the point where I'm thinking about trying a Hattori. Um, I have a Hattori here that I might be able to run on it. I don't know how good it's going to be, but it probably sound better than that Funtech pipe that I have. So I don't know, man. The Funtech's got like a unique sound. Really gets me going sometimes hearing your. <laughs> yeah, one, 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 right below, right before it starts to pop, it sounds really raunchy, like yeah. heat soaking it, it up. It sounds like Rice Krispies in the air. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's about it for me. Other than that, getting ready for spring, uh, for the spring fling, uh, for Throwdown, Ohio <laughs> Throwdown. We're actually starting to get in the, uh, the sponsors. And as usual, we got the usual uh, suspects. Uh, this year we do have. Sounds like we're going to have a new sponsor that we didn't have last year, and it is SMC Racing. The batteries. Oh, nice! I've actually heard so, those are really good. Yeah. yeah. So those are, um, and obviously, I think we're still waiting for uh, Mikado USA and some of the, but you know, the usuals, Heli Direct, uh, BK Hobbies, um, all you know, the main. Sponsors are all coming through Hobby Wing. We're getting stuff from Hobby Wing. So uh, it's getting there. Right now, I would say this um, super stoked. And if anything, I would like to invite anyone that's on the East Coast or within driving, you know, range to do try their best to make it to the throwdown. Because as of right now, we have six participants in the junior class for the throwdown. Oh, nice. So um, we have quite a few up-and-coming pilots that are going to throw down and uh, show us what they got. So I can't believe I'm still considered a junior. Yep. Yep. Yeah, you could pick on kids. You could be that weirdo. Are you going to bring your van, too? Oh, fuck. What's the movie where they made the fake ID? Uh, uh. <laughs> McLovin? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, the guy has a full beard. He's not 17. So, yeah, it's going to be a good time. Um, and obviously, we're doing the uh, the drag racing again. Uh, we're working on, actually, our very own Todd Dudek might be the one making the trophies. Oh. So, yeah, homemade trophies. So we Made prepared. with love. Yep, Made from Todd Dudek. 100% Even, sanitized. Yep. Oh, yeah. 100% heat soaked. Heat soaked. As, yep. as long as he doesn't lose interest, we're doing great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh yeah, we're we're definitely getting there. Uh it's gonna be July thirteenth through sixteenth. Nice. Um but yeah, I'm kinda a little bit sad that I cannot make it to some of the ones that are in June. Cincinnati SmackDown and then also Dragonfly. Mm-hmm. But I have to stay married so I could still have a budget for my heli hobby. So that's it for me. All right. Who's next? I'll go ahead and go. Mine's mine's pretty short. Um, I've been working like crazy lately. Uh, we we have a couple people injured at work and a couple of people sick. So in the last like twelve days, I've worked one hundred and eighty hours. So I've been, but the time I have had free, I actually went flying and been flying a different helicopter and tuning that thing and testing it and having pretty having fun with it. But nice. I got got out and flow for a little bit and then work that's all i've done okay and we will get more into your new project here mm-hmm. all right uh pogo what you got okay well i'm kind of in the same boat as chris thanks to this thing called work 
I haven't gotten to go flying much. Uh, I messed around a little bit with my 580 in the backyard, realized I'm really rusty, and then I got the bright idea to go fly my Genesis and realized F3C I'm horrible at now. Uh, really? Maybe. Oh, God. If you, I couldn't find the flag to save my life. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I'm going to put a bunch of flags out to throw down. Maybe you're waving the wrong flag. Yeah, yeah. I'm rooting for the Ooh. wrong team, apparently. <laughs> yep, something like that. Because <laughs> I put some, we have a, a DJI drone, and I usually put that out, like, by the flag, and then I'll record while I'm flying, and then look back. I was, like, six feet off the flag. I'm like, where are we going? <laughs> That's where funny. Where we at? I was almost at Gucci's house at one point. I'm like, Jesus, I'm never going to make it oh. back. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh... I was like, holy cow. The aerobatics look good, but the hover, God, I think I could have done better with my eyes closed. I was like, what the world is going on? <laughs> That's great. Are, well, you, are you doing gnats? I don't know. I'm, I'm on the fence, but gnats, I believe, is before worlds. Mm-hmm. So are you doing worlds? I'm not doing worlds. Okay. All right. If I was are doing, doing worlds, gnats would be. Are you doing Urcha? Yeah. You are? Okay. And do Urcha. Okay. Well, I want to do Nats. I like doing Nats. It's a good one to do. Uh, the only thing is, is I don't feel like being out there for that long, especially if I'm not competing in Worlds. Mm. Yeah. If so I, I got an idea. Be... What? What you do is you go to the Nats, then you come to my house, we dig a pool, and put it in a pool, and then we go to Urcha. That should give us a. We need, we need more than a fucking week. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> Me um, and you what, out there. What you can shovels. do is go to Walmart and get those blue kitty pools, dig a small hole, place that in there, and then be like, "Here's your pool." Like Chris, the, the hole's already. It, yeah, it's already dug. You just got to fill his basement with water, and he'll be all set. Oh yeah, like you know, like it happened before. <laughs> You know, can make you can make you a pond or something real quick. Yeah. When Ke- when Kevin comes to visit, they'll be like, "Okay, you don't even have to go down the stairs. You can yeah. just jump in the water yeah. and get to your floaty." That's right. Get mm-hmm. your floaties on. <laughs> like, this, is sure. new, this is a new. This is a new meaning to a waterbed. The whole basement. Was it like bed. one of those sensory tanks or whatever that you you know whatever they are? Yep. Uh, so this is a new trend by us. Is everybody buys these like horse troughs? Mm-hmm. They drill yep. sides. They drill a hole in the side of it, and they put these tanks in, these like uh, filters and stuff in it, and they pay for us to show up and clean them. And I'm like, legit, no. it's 300 gallons. I'm like, you can't just drain it and fill it with the garden hose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. It's like I have to come do it now. I'm sitting there for three hours waiting for this like little horse trough tub thing to fill up with water. That's funny. And but. then you pee in it. Be like, oh, it's good. I don't know what happened. One P and all the levels are off. Yeah, pH level locked in. I feel so locked in. (laughs) Uh, Now, I I think that's a lot of people this year that are like, I'm going to the Nats. I'm like, are you going to Urcha? No, I can't be out there for that long. If I go to Nats, I'm flying out for Nats and I'm flying home. And then, Mm. well, the thing is, is Nats runs to the middle of the week. Yeah. Always runs like Wednesday. So it's not even like if it's on a weekend, I'd consider it because then I could fly out there and fly home and then drive out for Urcha. Right. Mm-hmm. But but Nats always runs to a Wednesday or Thursday. So yeah, really like Sunday, to- Sunday through Tuesday, plus maybe Wednesday. Right? Sunday's the 
practice day, so Monday you start competing, and they never are on top. Well, they're never yeah. on time. I don't think any of them listen to this. Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. They never are on time, so you always oh, run to, like, Wednesday or Thursday. Mm-hmm. So, I don't yeah. know. And then okay. like, Worlds, I think, is, like, two weeks or something like that. So, I think I'm just playing on Urcha. Yeah, we gotta start planning Urcho before we're gonna be at Urcho. Just show up. I was no looking need. at flights. No I was need. looking at flights the other day. Really? And yeah, they're not bad, but it's like I have credits from flight vouchers from another flight that I was on, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Yeah, we can fly you out there Wednesday." And I was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. Wednesday seems a little early to get there. Leave Sunday." <sighs> Wednesday? I don't know, man. I think Wednesday the. The sweet spot is really like Thursday on, mm-hmm. but getting there on Wednesday, even if it's like late afternoon or evening, it it's kind of like you ease into it, yeah. right? Because if you show up Friday, it's like full blown, you know, you jump, you know, you're going straight from sitting to running, right? So that's what so, Kyle and I did last year. We went, drove all day Friday, mm-hmm. hung out for a day and then left that Saturday night. That's rough, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, that, it's that just a, an experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I aim for Wednesday because then you get Thursday. You can just like hang out and chill out, and mm-hmm. yeah, you get kind of that day to recoup. And then Friday, Saturday is the main days, and head to home Sunday. Yeah, would it be cheaper to come up to to Ohio and then we drive? It's only like five hour drive. I don't know. I could look into that because yeah. the time they had layovers, it was a 15-hour flight. Yeah. Oh, dude, no. Yeah, no, that's no, what no. I was like. So whoa, I might whoa. look that up. Yeah. Whoa. It whoa, takes whoa, me 14 whoa. hours to drive it from I, here. It take, takes me 18 to drive there. from Florida. Yeah. I know. Yeah. That's me why I was kind of mind was blown. When I saw that, I was like 15 hours. So I hung out most of the time in an airport. It sounds like. Yeah. I'll look to see if you could if if you yeah that might that might be a thought that. yeah just uh, just do that and even if you come like Wednesday late night I mean it's no big deal yeah. you know we could uh, leave like Thursday morning you know or you can fly to New York and then we leave from New York and then go to Gucci's and then from Gucci's you go to Urcha <laughs> sounds like a lot of time in a car. Dude, I just don't want to do this. To fly somewhere. (laughs) To fly somewhere again. I just don't I just don't want to drive alone. That's such a long drive by yourself. Wait, how long's your drive? 14 hours. What? Yeah. 14 hours. Yeah. You gotta remember, I'm like almost like I'm all the way on the other side of New York. I have to get to all of New York. I could drive to Earth almost with that much time. Wow. Well, at least I wouldn't be alone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Wow, I see where C squared went. Yeah, C (laughs) by himself. (laughs) Uh, Where are you at? I'm in the freaking ocean. Yeah, now it's C and C, not C squared. Yeah. (laughs) It's a see you later. (laughs) I'll fly there. (laughs) I was going to say, it's more like see you later now. Oh, shit. Uh, That's fine. Yeah, but, you know, we just got to figure out those, like, you know, if we need, you know, to uh, all get in a car, whatever case may be, and make it easier when we're going to get there and all that good stuff. So. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I'm excited. Super stoked. Yeah. So, Kevin, cool. what did you do this week? This is- well, since I've been uh, 
remoting, I've actually been flying, which has been amazing. Mm. And uh, I don't know where we left off. I don't remember, but I've been flying the uh, the Black Nitro a lot. And uh, we made some videos, Ben and I, and that was fun. So I got to, I, I forced Ben into flying. <laughs> so, they look good too. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so um, that's really about it for me. I haven't done a whole heck of a lot. I do know that um, this weekend he and I are taking a trip to uh, the sod farm. We're going to go hit up Marcus and go fly with him. So that'll be fun. Um, but, uh, yeah, really not a lot, a lot of house stuff. Um, I mean, Memorial day weekend, we ended up, uh, getting a couple cabinets for the garage to hide our junk, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, I literally was working both days, Sunday and Monday in the garage. And, um, so I, I didn't come up for air for anything. It was, it was terrible, but, Glad it's nearing its end, and uh, that's good. But uh, speaking of Ohio, uh, me and Ben bought our plane tickets. Yes. So I guess we will be there. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Chris Barnes. You're going to have to put up with me. Mm-hmm. Mm. We'll see about Todd, that. Todd is practicing. He Heat Todd. soaking? Oh, he, he, he you soaking. saw what? He hit soaked that whole manga. You saw that. <laughs> oh my God. It looked like he was hungry. Oh, dude. He, so you guys did not see this picture, but it's a, I guess, original main gear on the Drake. And, you know, multiple crashes. God only knows how many crashes over the years that thing has had. And he's flying. He's beating the snot out of it. He's uh, he had an evil flybarrel unit on it, mm. so we were putting through his bases. And he's like full collective. I mean, he's just being nasty to it. And next thing you know, it, it's almost like he went into like limp mode, where he was kind of like not spinning the blades anymore. He's inverted, tail down. He just let it, you know, kind of flatten it out and let it drop. So we're looking at him like, what the hell happened? We don't know. The, the actual hub, the aluminum hub that's in the middle of that gear, ripped. Huh. Apart from, from the gear. That, from the gear. Wow. So, you know, it's got like a little like ring. Separated that, the that, Delrin. That, wow. Yeah. No, no, no. So the Delrin was fine. The aluminum piece that connects to the Delrin that's got the screws that holds the hub to the main gear was fine. It ripped the aluminum. Huh. Wow. Ow. I, I I don't know. Like, I mean, all we could think of is just from many many crashes. It was probably stress fractures. Yeah, that's you know. So I think gangster. Todd needs to work on that's, his collective that's pretty management. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah. he said that you know Kevin made him do it because Kevin called him out that he you know he's sucks at flying and <laughs> you know he's that. like he's he said that he's gonna pretty much going to show Uh-oh. Kevin he's gonna make st- Kevin step back. Mm. Is that his words, really? Yep, yep. That's Dude, I'm going to stand right there and grit my teeth. Okay. Not making, yep. I'm getting my hard hat, but I'll stand yep. right there. He's going to be heat soaking main gears, dude. You better watch out. I'm mm. telling you. I can't hard hat wait. Hard hat safety glasses, baby. I've never <laughs> seen mm-hmm. this side of Todd. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, he's, he's ready to put in work. I told him <laughs> I'm proud of him. So uh, I just especially had the honeymoon phase. Yeah. 
I sent you guys the the picture of the hub. It's yeah. it's impressive. I've never seen anything like that before. Yeah, he, that's crazy. Uh, he did a number on it. So I'm like, mm-hmm. well, how mm-hmm. old is that main gear, Todd? He's like, from the beginning since I've had it. I'm like, oh lord, that's impressive. Yeah, I've never seen that. Like, but that's a lot of beating and abuse, right, over mm-hmm. the years. So, that's uh, that's that new modular gear. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's Bluetooth connection to the main. <laughs> yeah. So wow, Todd. Yeah. So, but yeah, I will say this though: we messed around. So he's been running the Evil Flybrass unit, no issues at all. Like everything was locked in. He's got his gains. I think sixty to seventy now on the main head on the head. Um, tail is up there too. Uh, let's see, we stepped up. About the only thing that we did was that we got his uh servos set up for uh 1520 on the sick click at 333 hertz, and he said mm-hmm. that that made it feel even a little bit better mm-hmm. than this, the, the stock evil feel that they have now. So, yeah, so interesting. I'm I'm uh, curious to see what uh, you know as he plays around some more with the Evo, how much more he could get out of it on gains and settings and everything else. Right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No issues that he saw though that I saw while he was flying it. So. Yeah. Pretty pretty cool. Yeah, cool. Well, thanks mm-hmm. for hijacking my week. Um, but I'm good. Everything's done. I'm ready to move on. <laughs> Heat soak him, baby. Heat soak yeah, him. Yeah, he, he, he just got heat soaked. He's about to yeah, get heat up soaked. on me. Yeah, oh, he soaked. And choked. Uh, it choked. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Listen, this is where we didn't say choked. this, but heat soaking and heat choking is not in the, <laughs> you know, that's the extreme. It's heat not choking. the same. No. Ah. Uh, well, oh, it sounds like, to be honest, Kevin kind of a lot like my week where you know a lot some flying but not a lot of other things yeah all right yeah okay well i guess we can move it on is everyone done yeah yeah sweet what's next yeah. what's popping yeah Ooh. got it all right what is uh, popping so we got a few things uh starting with uh how about the bk sab summer sale yeah big blowout <laughs> big summer blowout big blowout summer sale <laughs> i mean we're gonna i mean those sab prices are heat soaking all right you know yeah, yeah they are yeah Dude, it's crazy like you could get 700s for what 30 percent off mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it's insane I think what the, the SG seven forty five, which is the yellow raw seven hundred with blade sub seven hundred dollars. Yeah, haven't seen prices shipping. like that in ten years. Yeah, mm-hmm. almost worth just getting a kit to have as like a backup for parts, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. So I walked away with something. You did. Mm-hmm. Oh, me too. What'd you get? I got a KSC trap blade. Nice. Oh, nice. You know, like I, I, 
with price, I mean, it's it's going to be the Nitro Triblade. That's what's going to be used for. Maybe, maybe not. Should be. Maybe, maybe it's going to be something else. Maybe I changed my mind, but I think right now that's going to be a, a Triblade Nitro. Nice. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doing your Triblades. Yeah, it's a Triblade kind of year, even though like I I I, I want to say it's you're like, really I'm, batting for the other team, huh? Yeah, yep, 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 yep. I'm heat soaking, all right. Mm-hmm. No, no, you're more so, like keep choking right now. What'd you get, Captain? Well, I had mentioned it last show, but uh, I did get the confirmation that my 580 raw nitro is on yes. the way. Nice. Yes. Hey, no want to know what motor you, I'm putting huh? in it? Huh? Not no. a heat soaking motor? Don't care. Not as heat. Yeah, right, exactly. I'm putting in the power, baby. Yes. <laughs> More oh, power, baby. Not, like gas. not slow s. Yeah, it's about like putting a, a gasser in it when you run the ys stuff. So, <laughs> oh boy, oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, oh, like, I'm just gonna but, zip tie it to the motor mounts and let her rip. So, mm. what, why the change of heart? Because you had a crack in 580, and you got rid of it. Um, it's called an addiction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I also own two Pumas. I also own three and five C's. <laughs> it's, it's, it's called this addiction heli hobby. Yeah, exactly. I will say this: I think you're gonna you gonna love that 580. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, I just I gotta find the right this. blades. I think okay. that's gonna be clutch. Okay. So let me ask you this: Did you get just the standard paint scheme? Yes, yes. Okay, so you didn't get the orange. No, no, no. So when I rebuilt my 580 raw from the crash in Cuba, I actually put a yellow boom on it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you something. It looks really good. Mm. Yeah. You know, so you might want to consider that just, you know, just for the added visual, especially like if you're doing a lot of, like deck work flips and pyros and stuff like that, that yeah. yellow boom does stand out yeah. really yes, good. It does. I have, have thought about, uh, do what now? Do they have a tree comparison with that boom? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like yellow. Might blend in a little. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's, it's the fluorescent yellow. Uh, so it actually stands out really good, especially against the dark green tree leaves. Okay. So you're good. You're safe. Sounds good. Yeah, I might uh I might do that. Maybe I'll buy a couple booms. I mean, I got to get servos anyway, so um mm-hmm. you know, we'll uh definitely handle that, but uh I don't know that it'll make an appearance anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not in a rush. I'm trying to still work through other things. And um yep. yeah, but uh I'm excited about it actually. I think it'll be a fun heli to mm-hmm. uh throw over the fire at uh Fall Pool. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh yeah, 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 that's right, Chris. That's right. I see those eyes getting big over there. <laughs> Damn, that's right. that was quick. That's how that's how it's going down. Baptized in fire, baby. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah. Uh, yeah. But a lot of people, man, a lot of people were like, I think they, they placed in orders. It's pretty cool. So yeah. Yeah. Super I mean, stoked about that. Yeah, I mean, juice <laughs> dude. The freaking everybody's out. I mean, like mm-hmm. it's you know, it's crazy. But that's yep, a good yep, problem yep. to have, you know, for the shops. Yeah, keep I don't. Them, keep I mean, for, for all the years that we heard, oh, SAB is expensive. 
Well, now it wasn't. You know, so <laughs> yeah. I hope you didn't miss your it. chance. Mm-hmm. Expensive this, but it's for the whole month of June, right? So it's not, uh, or until supplies last, whatever right, comes right. first, right? But um, so yeah, there's still time. Um, uh, but I know, like you know, there was even all the Memorial Day sales that that was seemed to there was a variety of sales out there for just about everything servos uh uh batteries you name it so mm-hmm. nice yep. what else we got so what else uh so the tn70 there's been some a uh, little bit of clips here and there of the the, the nitro 700 from a line the new one huh yeah mm-hmm. new new old yeah. you know but the same kind of so well, it's they still are. Got, yeah, they're blue. They're, mm, they're, they're blue this oh, they, time. They changed the colors. Oh my goodness! So they still have torque tube gears, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think that was sort of a, a shock to see in the video. I was not prepared for that. I thought they would keep it all belt, uh, mm-hmm. just like the TB seventy, and apparently the TN seventy has the torque tube gears. So I maybe they felt it is better for nitro engines less drag maybe yeah maybe you know especially if you're running os right you got to help mm-hmm. it any way you can right chris oh you're talking yeah <laughs> i don't listen i don't listen to bullshit uh, <laughs> a bullshit a bullshit bullshit <laughs> You're done. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah. So I was shocked to see that. But, you know, uh, again, maybe there's purpose behind it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we'll, we'll see. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, we'll so, see. Mm-hmm. We'll, oh, we're here. We'll hear something, right? I'm sure. I'm sure. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. But once again, just, an, I mean, heck, dude, how many nitros do we have now? 700s? I, so SAV. It's, it's growing. Align. Tron. Excel. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Minair. Yep. Yeah. Minair. Right. I mean, there's a good Seven. variety. Yes. Yeah. And that's not counting Gowie. You probably could still get the, the NX7 or whatever it was. I think you can from anything, mm-hmm. really. So, you know, so maybe, I mean, who's next? Soxos? Maybe. Hmm. Maybe they're brewing something up wherever in the land of Switzerland. Yeah. Come on, Tanner. Tell us mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. Yeah, Tanner. <laughs> yeah, Tanner. Yeah, Tanner. Yeah. Come on and get heat soaked. <laughs> <laughs> With all of us. Uh, but it's goodness. a good problem to have, like you said, Kevin. So yeah, it's pretty interesting. Everybody's got their own take on, on things, right? So. Uh, so yeah, that's from a line. Let's see. I, I keep seeing some uh, new JR servos, you know, courtesy of Nick Maxwell, maybe. Mm. So they're coming out with a S89HR, which I think is the Heli Rudder servo. Okay. And then there is the S89CYC, which is the cyclic servos. Mm. Um, obviously, they're all going to be just no specs on torque and speed but i'm pretty sure if nick maxwell has been running those for the past you know i don't know how many events he said yeah. at least the past couple of events yeah they're probably 
500 oh. ounce inch torque yeah. and probably point negative point zero five. I'll just say yeah, they're they're over a thousand torque and yep. you know negative ten on the. <laughs> on the yeah, like they're, they're literally going back in time to that fast. Yeah, you know. So uh, the the interesting thing about those right now, you know, obviously, uh, there's you know he was mentioning that they, they have like oversized bearings in them. Yeah. But you could get them either in twenty five tooth spline or twenty three tooth spline. Oh, that's pretty like cool, that. right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So if that's the had... difference of what the size of it, right? I mean, uh, right. Mm-hmm. The you know, so yeah. one is going to have the spline is going to be a little bit bigger. Yeah, mm-hmm. so one right. Futaba, one JR. Yeah. So hopefully you buy the correct servo arms. <laughs> just just put it out there. Don't get caught. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Or know what server you're buying. Mm-hmm. Yep. That might so help. no pricing information, but according to yeah. Nick, they said they're gonna be competitive. Mm. So that'd be nice. Uh what are you guys thinking for cyclic price wise? Servo. 199. 199? Hmm. Hmm. What do you think? I was, I was thinking like one or Cholo. I was thinking like 150, 140. If they're gonna try okay. to be competitive. Yeah. For per servo. I was going like one eighty range. One eighty? Yeah. Yeah. I was I'm like in the in the middle. I'm like one sixty ish. So yeah, we're close. Yeah, I think I think it's gonna be above one fifty, but I think the closer they get to 200, they're going to start losing interest from people. Yeah, you know what I mean? themselves out. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You know, so... I mean, we have such a wide range here. One of us is bound to be right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's, that's <laughs> pretty cool that I think, you know, Nick is... I think he's trying to kind of get the radio, the flybars unit, and the servos... So ideally, what I think you know, what you could do is buy the whole package, right? Yeah, that'd be dope. For for a million dollars, for a million, <laughs> one million dollars. Yeah, <laughs> but it's Precious. pretty neat because it seems like you, you know, he's been working with Jr. now what a year, whatever it was, you know, maybe even I less. Think it's less. Yeah, you know, just from his announcement to now, but he's he's pushing, and it sounds like Jr. is listening. So yeah. yeah. Pretty, yeah. pretty cool. And That's then, uh, let's see, last, I had, oh, one more thing. Apparently, Brian from Mikado USA posted that there's another batch of controllers being assembled for mm-hmm. the States. So, it's uh, good news, and they should, I don't think they have an exact date, but they're working on putting it all together and sending it to the States. So, that's good news. Yeah. Yeah, and the last thing, I guess the biggest news is there's big news about Bill Ann. Yeah. What, Bill Ann wanted us to put in our news that he has a big news video coming. Oh. News, news. news for news? <laughs> news for news. He wanted me to give news that his news is coming. Okay. So yeah. what? That he started to build his flash. Um, I mean, maybe. He's in a garage band. Yeah. He's in a garage band. <laughs> Uh, maybe him and Lou are joining forces. I don't know. Ooh. Yeah. And two become one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So two dudes, one camera. Got it. Yes. Okay. Oh, Sounds my. interesting. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's like Dutch rudder, but with cameras. <laughs> Double Dutch rudder. <laughs> Double Dutch rudder. 
They have to look each other uh, in the eye. They have to look each other. Yeah, don't no breaking eye contact. Mm-hmm. So keep checking Bill Ann. Maybe yeah. this big news news <laughs> comes out. God, I don't big know. Big news nudes. Uh, <laughs> scare me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Holy cow. So, yeah. So anything else you guys could think of? No, I have nothing. Really. Okay. All right. Well, let's take a break. We'll be right back. Yo, dog, I'm flexing. You're flexing? That's right. Okay, okay. What are you flexing? And I'm afraid to ask this. I'm not just flexing. I'm parabolic flexing. <sighs> are you talking about a Nick Maxwell Revo Blades, skids? <laughs> yeah, dog. These things are sick. I'm hundo flipping and rolling faster than you, baby. You're an idiot. Yeah, whatever. Going flying. Flex you later. If you want to flex like skids, get over to nickmaxwellproducts.com and order a set of Revo blades today. Welcome back, everybody. We have an amazing show for you tonight. We have yet again another review. What? Another. (laughs) (laughs) Not only one, but two. Yeah. So uh, Chris Hmm. Barnes, Cholo, Mm -hmm. took it upon himself to invest in a heli. Yes, I did. Mm -hmm. It was different than what I'm used to. Yeah. I went and got the... uh, Nick Maxwell Nitro out there. Hmm. Well, I know you're I, excited to tell us all about it. I am very excited about telling you guys about it. <laughs> it's been building inside for weeks, assists. Weeks, assists. All right, well, sir, the floor is yours. Well, you guys are more than welcome to interject anytime if you got any questions. I'm turning I've never my done mic off. reviews before in my life. I'm that, you're doing off. everybody a favor if you turn yours off. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap! Uh, I'll come back in whenever you tell us what motor you used. Uh, yep. Nah, uh, it, you know what the thing is? I got to do a lot of testing with it because it ran the entire time. Mm. Oh, okay. Is that right? Mm, yes. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I haven't mm, had problems worry. with mine either, but go ahead. Mm-hmm. I'm here. I don't for care you, what you say. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> C squared's back. Yeah. <laughs> I longer. don't know. You're leaving me on the damn coast over here. So. <laughs> oh man so getting into it a little bit it's going into like basic like the open box i know kevin just did his last week and his was very thorough mine's not that thorough oh but it's gonna be way better because i'm talking you don't have to listen to him the whole time Mm, that's a fact so facts facts don't have feelings buddy Mm -hmm. um (laughs) but yes i did uh Open the box. 
just like every Elliot, pretty much. You got your tail boom box, you got your canopy box, you got your parts box. Um, I have gotten very spoiled with the kits that I have been building in the past. This one was more set up like other brands where it came in pre-assembled and you take it apart, put it back together. Me personally, I like to just assemble, like put it together because for, I discovered when I was doing this that to me doing that, it feels like I'm fixing a crash telly, even though it's all brand new parts. And it just, it's, that's not as exciting to me. But um, it's still built really well. Like there wasn't, there was a couple of small issues that I found in the manual misprints. And then like, they really need to work on their English translation for it. But okay. besides that, I got with, I got with Nick and talked to him about a couple of things and he's, he addressed a couple of them and he's working on that, which is awesome because the nice, that's the one nice thing about their manuals being online. They don't have to reprint a bunch of, a bunch of manuals. They can just go on there and correct them and update the manuals, which is nice. Right. Um, me personally, I do like having a manual in my hand because my tablet continues to turn off and my laptop is too big to have on my build station. So that's just how I am about it. But it, it's still nice for like that part for the updates, which is, which is pretty cool. Um, like I said earlier, everything comes pre-assembled, so you have to remove it, clean everything up, put it back together. Um, there's a, but the line does that. I know Tron does that. Who else? Does? There's a couple of brands that do that, isn't it? Just, just the, um, the online manuals. No, the pre-assembled, like the oh, pre-assembled. Oh, pre-assembled. Sorry, sorry. Um, we- which is great for like a new person, like someone that hasn't built a bunch of helis in their past, but right for like, so I, like I said, I just prefer it to be more build it. Give me a thousand baggies and I'll build it. Right. Um, and then what was a couple other things? Oh, build wasn't, didn't take too long. Uh, it only took about four and a half hours to start to finish for the build part without setup servos and everything like that built mounted and all cleaned up which it went relatively smooth like i said i did have a couple issues and i did talk to nick and he corrected those things which is nice a couple things it does come with the bubbleless clunk instead of the like a fuel magnet which yeah i think the 90s are calling and they want that thing back (laughs) right so yeah (laughs) I, i i if they could upgrade that, that would be pretty cool. Cause there was a couple of times where I did actually get it down that low and I was just tuning it in break and I was pirouetting and I could feel it here. It started to go lean and rich, lean and rich. And I was like, that don't look that low. And then I came up and it was low enough to where it was sucking air. Right. So yeah, there was something that I think they could work on. Um, what other thing do I think that, well, the other thing that they could have done is I've got, I guess larger than average hands. The way that they set the glow plug up on that thing is like Jenga to pull that thing out. <laughs> like what? It's like Jenga. Like you gotta like do just the right or operation. That's what it is. Operation. Mm. You can't touch the sides. Um, that's one thing I modified and changed is I took one of the back one of the covers out so now I can reach in there and get to it. Um Nick must have small hands. 
Chris, does Nick have small hands? <laughs> the way you just worded that to me is like... <laughs> does to... he make you look big, if you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> he, he flies huge with his tiny little hands. He flies huge. I mean, he's a small guy, so... So may so he makes you feel big. That's a good thing. So what is it exactly? Is it because the motor kind of sits behind the shroud, it's, or it's, is it's there a more narrow? Thing? It's a very it's a narrow kind of like the older style. Like I seem like where they went with all the really narrow frames to keep everything rigid and stiff. Yeah. Um, and then they put a piece of carbon in the front, and then a second piece of carbon for mounting to keep everything nice and tight. But they made holes in it. To where the holes, it's hard to like get your hand in there. It's like going through two holes to get to the glow plug. Okay. If you got a gator clip on there, it's kind of a little bit of a pain to be able to clip the gator clip and then come off. Yeah. If you're using like a switch glow where it's got like that metal style push on one, mm-hmm. that might be easy. No problem to get to. But to do it the old style gator clip way, a little bit harder. If you've got the old school, you push a glow plug on, glow igniter on there. And you're not even using the onboard glow, then that's easy. Okay. And so, as long as it's an extra long one. <laughs> yes, a very a long one. Yes. And so, um, they also it's kind of cool because they they changed where they mounted like on the electric V2 where they mounted the tail servo up in the top with the rest of the cyclic servos. Mm-hmm. They moved it up to the front, gave it a push rod. But if you want to, it's neat. You can have the option of get it purchasing a couple of parts and you can do that conversion to where you have it on the top, like the electric. So then at that point you can just the head and servo tray and the whole tail boom is the same as the electric. So you can just have one set of everything. So if you want to go fly both of them, you have crash parts. You don't have to bring a bunch of parts with you, which is, which is pretty convenient. And so that seemed to work out pretty good along it's, with the, what was that? I mean, especially if you travel, Right. Yes. If you travel and you take a nitro and you take an electric, having pre-assembled boom with everything mm-hmm. kind of makes it very easy. Okay. Yeah, having that backup, it, that's that's pretty convenient to do that. Um, like I said, it 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 did build. Again, like I'm, I like them in packages. So for me, like the build wasn't bad, but it's just not my style of build that I enjoy building. It, it still went together pretty decent besides a couple errors that got fixed, um, which was nice to have that option of reaching out to somebody. And then, like I said, Nick did a great job of cor- helping correct those issues with me, and he's working on those to get fixed right away, which is nice. Yeah. Um, and they did, I did say the servo, it was kind of nice wiring it too because they built those, they had some machined lines for the servo wires and spots yeah. for zip tying everything in, which was everything turned out pretty good. It wasn't a single channel on the side, but it was definitely, it came out clean and it didn't look, didn't look like an afterthought. They definitely put some thought into the wiring on that heli and it came out really nice. Um, a couple other things that when I built it, I did do the whole, you have to, there's two spots on the tail shaft, which is a tip that Nick did give me was, use the inner one for the nitro because you don't need all that throw for the electric like the electric you can on the nitro it's good to have that you just push it into the inner hole for when you mount it and then um he even said he's like for me use the nine it's the 80 durometer heavy duty uh dampening in the head which is it's 
one O-ring and Delrin pretty much to keep it nice and tight. Okay. It's close to rigid. Yeah, it's it's almost rigid head when you put it together. It's it's kind of crazy. And it, so, it, so you do have options for the the rigidity of the head. Yeah, right? you do have you a softer could... option with like a couple different two O-rings, and you have a pretty much a rigid head with one O-ring in there. Oh, I see. So the part number XL70HO2-3 is pretty much where it's you could go softer. Mm-hmm. But then if you go to XL70HO2-4, that's the rigid head. And the cool thing is, even with that rigid head, at lower mm-hmm. RPMs, I didn't have like a wobble. I didn't have any shake. Okay. And so it still felt nice and crisp when flying it. And it was, it was definitely, it was like going with like my setup for what I, well, my, what I use for setting everything up is I've got the BK, BK 9000 series servos in it. I've got, I'm running the switch XF uh, 693s. And I've got the 105 tails. I ended up running, I have 105 with the Bodos pipe on it. And then I'm running mine at the 22 and a half. So I've got mine shimmed for that. And I was, I, cause I fly, that's, I fly nitro a lot. Like I really love flying my, my raw nitro. And so what I did when I was doing my like tuning and stuff like that and flight test, I just actually loaded my same exact setup of my raw to see how it felt from how much mm-hmm. different it felt from it. So I could notice like if there's, so I wasn't starting fresh and being like, Oh, I wanted to see how much different it felt than that heli. And to be honest, it felt extremely close. Like I was able to up the gains a little bit on it to make it a little bit more tighter. And, but the cool thing about the heli, which I was talking about with Kevin, and I've told you guys earlier is like when flying it, it moves really fast, but it it feels really slow. So it's almost, if that makes any sense, it if it's very confidence building. So like yeah. when you do fly it, it's you feel like you're ahead of it the entire time. You don't feel like nope. you're getting behind it. So which so is so cool. it's, it's fast but predictable. And it's well, yeah, I was gonna movement. say maybe precise yeah. is a better way to that, that's yeah that's that's a good way to put it. That's I couldn't really think of a better way, but yes, that's that thing. And it did. It felt very predictable on what was going to happen, how it was going to stop, and it's it flew really well. Um, I did end up having to do a little bit more mechanical pre-comp in it to make the tail feel a little more solid and held in like I like it. Um, Diamond and I were talking earlier, and he was saying maybe run a little bit longer tail blade on it, and that might help me out because it just needs a little bit more behind it. But once I did that, it felt pretty good and it ended up being pretty locked in like that i will say it can it's got a good amount of hang time when you auto it it's it's a very good first nitro if someone was to get a nitro and they wanted to get a setup it was nice because it had all the tapered stuff in it so you didn't have to worry about everything being like exact like you didn't have to put a dial indicator on anything so you're able to just run it all together and be like okay this is it. Let's see what happens. I was going to ask you that, like, you know, where does this rate in terms of, say there's a guy out there that's put together a few smaller helis, like 500, maybe 550. And, and instead of going to 600, they just wanted to go straight to a 90 size. Like, is that recommended with this? I would say it depends on how well they did with those 500, 600 size helis. If they went together and they did a good, an easy job doing that, I would say yes. And it depends on the the brand because again, like I was talking about earlier, like I've gotten kind of spoiled with how the manual is 
all of us have with what we fly. Mm-hmm. And so this manual was a little bit more, you had to understand what you were doing. You had to read, it took me a little bit longer to pay attention to each page and focus on that because it was a little bit more of, it's just a different style of building. So if someone's got the ability to pay attention to what they're doing, cause I mean, you know, some people can do build a 500 or a 600 and they kind of, for lack of a better word, fumble fuck through it and they can get it going. Being right. this size, you kind of have to have some clue. Yes, you're able to put it together and just build it. But you got to understand, like, hey, this has got a taper to join it. I have to tighten this down to a certain amount because it's just, that's it. You got to know to look for these things and where they're at. And it was, I definitely would, it depends on the hobbyist. If it was someone that's completely green, first 700 nitro, I don't think it would be bad, but I think they would have to take their time. If right. they haven't and built any other nitro, but if and have some support, from right? And you know, and the nice uh, thing is, is like you could reach out to like even Frank. You can reach out to him. Like I was able, I was lucky enough to be able to talk to Nick because of Chris. I, I reached out to Diamante and I was like, "Hey, I need Nick's help." And if, he, uh, if somebody's building this heli and they do want to reach out to Nick, um, if you go on his website, email that, email him on there. If you email them him on there, he can get back to you through email. I know he doesn't answer Facebook, so if you want to get a hold of Nick, if you're doing this, email him the uh, like Nick Maxwell product something. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, just go to his support page. But yeah, he was more than helpful with me on everything. I had questions, and before I even built it, like we were talking to him, and he's like, he's like, just throw it, th- throw it together, build it, fly it, and enjoy it. And that's but the only like I said, the only tips he gave me is he's like, you're more of a smack 3D like you want to have the more rigid head and bring the tail in, which that wasn't necessarily brought up in the manual, which that would be kind of cool if they put towards the end. They're like, maybe like in the end or in that area, like a little bubble that said tips, like Nick tips or something like that. Like mm-hmm. use well, that in there. So like I'm looking at the manual, right? And for the tail, for example, there is a uh, little uh, note on the tail shaft and the positioning which hole to use for your set screw but yeah. it doesn't really give you like who's the it reason for, right or the right. reason right so yeah pay attention i think looking at like you said there's a lot of information on the manual and make sure that you take your time with it if you've never done this or if you don't have somebody to guide you right like, like, like nick you know exactly yeah. um and that's, I would definitely say, like, that was, like, the cool thing about being able to reach out to him and him helping. He did give great advice towards building it. And it's, like I said, it's a great flying heli. It really is. Like, once I got that tail locked in, it's super predictable, which I wish I would have thought earlier. That's a good way to put it. But it's it's very predictable. It is just, it's all around, like, pretty decent. There's a couple things that I did do to it to make it better for me. And some other people might enjoy this. Like, they took. Like I said, I took that front piece of carbon off so I can reach the glow plug. I can't get my hands on there, so that was something that helped me out a lot. Um, they're running those old Protos magnets in the front to hold the canopy on, and they've mm-hmm. got magnets on the back canopy, and it locks in great. But the only thing that sucks is when you go to take the canopy off, those magnets are so strong and so good that when you pull on it, your hand's right next to that pipe. And so yeah. what I did, yeah, and as you... I 
came close a couple of times. But um, what I ended up doing is I took those cups on the the frame side where the magnets are, and I cut half of the cup off. So kind of like the old the Synergy ones for the N7 where they slid on. Mm. I cut it in half. So now the canopy just slides on there, and the magnets hold it in place. And it's awesome. And, and it's so, easier to take the magnets apart if you slide them anyway. Yeah, yeah. and, you know. and it, it doesn't even feel like, it almost feels like a chin, like it's holding on the bottom. Like, you don't feel the resistance of it. But when you put it on there, you'll feel it click into place, and it, it holds it nice and tight. I remember it's, those mounts. They're, mm-hmm. like, U-shaped, right? So like, it's got a it cup, actually, yeah. It's got a cup, and we just lock in. Well, okay. those were, yeah, like the old Synergy ones were the U-shape, and they locked in. These ones on the Protos are a legit cup with a magnet in them, so you kind of had to go up and in for them to click in. And uh, they ended up, and they locked in, and that that was one time going out, and I was like, I'm not going to deal with this, so I cut that off with a Dremel, and that was made the canopy coming on and off perfect. Um, the other thing that I ended up doing is I've, I like the the tail of the heli sticking up. I don't like it sitting on the ground. I like the back up a little bit. So I did take a couple blade shims and stacked them under the rear skids and brought the tail up. So the okay. tail's not on the ground anymore. Um, cause that thing, it made a difference to me. Like, cause especially I fly on where I fly, it's either on grass or the geotex that matte black matte stuff. Mm-hmm. And I noticed a couple of times, like you'd see the tail fin flexing cause it had that mm-hmm. torque on it. And you're like, Oh, and so that was a couple things. Yeah. I know that heli is uh, the reason why it sits like that. So that way, when you do like rolls and stuff, it looks flat. Oh, because the skids, the skids will make it look like it's not flat. Yeah. So that heli sits like that because that's what, like, if you put in a flat line while flying, that looks perfectly flat. Oh, mm-hmm. that, that's kind of neat. I never, I never thought about for yeah, that. Yeah. So way. you just you just made your heli look nose heavy. <laughs> <laughs> way to go, Cholo. Yeah, well, Where we go? Well, good because I'm running a small pack on the front. It's a little tail heavy, so I need to. <laughs> I corrected it with the, with the skids. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, so do you want? Do you want my? So like, I actually looked at the manual and I kind of been scrolling through it. Yeah. Right. In my honest opinion, you know, just looking at the manual, not building it. Obviously, I'm the outsider here, and there, the manual is all there. But there's once again, it's kind of like like the Tron again. It's like there's so much information, and like it. I'm not gonna lie. Um, the page twenty one, twenty two. Where's the servo? Yeah, it's page twenty two. Servo assembly, dude. They have so many servos all all over the place with lines going everywhere. That that's like all I could say is that I would have to literally look at this it's a little bit sensor overload like you're like hang on a second let me stare at this first and that's what i ended up doing i ended up taking a lot of time where i was i read the page on the manual and i'd look at it for a second and be like okay this is what they're asking of me Mm -hmm. and take i take my time to figure it out because there was if if i didn't i feel like there'd be a lot of on and off if i if you didn't pay attention to it Mm -hmm. but it's like I said, they did pretty good. I, like I said, Nick did. Their, I hope they're gonna address. They're gonna address some of the stuff that I've had issues with, and I think it'll work because I I went with Kevin and I I called him up and I was like, hey man, I'm on step one, 
and I'm really confused right now. <laughs> and so, like I said, I ended up, like I said, because of Chris, I ended up talking to Nick, and he corrected a bunch of stuff. He corrected, not a bunch, he, a couple issues I had. And we talked about it, and he's like, yep, no problem. Yeah, it was kind of, it was neat, because he's like, yeah, that's that's not right. We'll correct it. And so that was a good thing about it, which made it nice to be able to have that link and it they were quick to respond to like even if it was just i think if i was some random person on the street and i reached out to them i feel mm-hmm. like i get a relatively quick response back from there's so many options like i said you've got frank out there you can talk to that's doing the xl power he's team manager on there i mean you've got nick that you can reach out to on his website you have so many options of talking to people to get it corrected without having to post it on the hangout and being like for lack of a better way, just first going in the hangout and being like, hey, this thing's junk. It's not being built right. You have options of talking to the right people and being like, oh, okay. This happened. You made a, mis- a mistake was made and it's getting corrected. Bring it to their eyes first yeah. instead of just throwing it and bashing it on a website, on a right. Facebook yeah, page. Yeah. Not, yeah. not even bashing it really. More like, go to those guys because they build them and they deal with them. Yeah. Don't don't post up there because you might get too many responses that are kind of misleading. Mm-hmm. And that was a big, that was like one of the things that was, I took from the, this build in general is they were real quick to respond back and help me out if I did have anything wrong, which that's, I do things pretty nice. Um, and like I said, I, overall, it's a really good flying heli. If you put an OS in it and you want it to be your first heli, it'd be a very good flying first nitro. Okay. If that was what you wanted to get into. Cause it, it, it was, like I said, very predictable. and. Like I said, I didn't. I changed my gains. I don't. I didn't change my head agility. I didn't change anything from my raw. So it was kind of cool how well it flew right away, being two different machines. And so that was that was an interesting thing. Um, and it's like I said, I've probably got now like thirty or forty flights on it, and it's it's doing pretty good. It's the canopy's really visible. It's it's definitely a great introduction to nitros and for people to be getting into it, it wouldn't be a bad heli. If they built an XL night, the nitro, the XL power nitros or electrics, it'd be a great thing for them to pick up. So tell us about this new clutch stack that they have going on here. It's definitely a unique, uh, you know, change from what we're departure from what we're used to. Yeah, they've got the, which it was, it was no pinch bolts, no anything like that. It was just tightened down taper. And so that was pretty interesting, which it was cool because it gave me different, again, building a different brand. It was a different way of installing and removing and taking this clutch tacks apart with the, all the tapers and everything just snugged down and you didn't have to worry about it. You just locked it in place and it, and it worked. I didn't have a bunch of crazy vibrations. I was looking at my uh, my vibration analyzer on my my Evo. I it was right where everything needed to be, and so that was pretty convenient. Being all tapers all slide together, just like the tail. The tail was the same way, where it was a tapered tail. You put the hub on, locked it down, and it worked. And it was very low vibrations. It's a different style, which is interesting, but it was it went together easy, no problem. And that's I thought was pretty interesting. And they do have the way now where they've got the clutch tool where you lock the crank in the back and you just put the motor in and you tighten it down and it sucks everything together and lock it into place. 
and you can have the motor out very quickly. And the cool thing about that is it does transfer. Some of that stuff does transfer over to other helis because I was working on a buddy's heli today and I use that same technique, which I've never thought about doing before. I was able to do the same thing and not have to do take anything apart and it just went right together. So that was pretty nice. Um, so I, what we're talking about is that you leave the clutch stack inside the heli. Mm-hmm. Inside the fan shroud. Inside the fan shroud when you take it apart. And yep. you just literally just loosen up the crankshaft from the, the assembly and the motor right. just drops down. Yeah, it drops right out. It comes out the bottom. Take the pipe out, take the carb out, and it slides right out. Hmm. And so that was kind of interesting. Um, trying to think of some other stuff. Again, mine is not as in-depth as Kevin's. So let me let me ask you this. <laughs> you know, Is this the first heli ever that you had to glue the liner into the clutch yes it is except for when i a long time ago when i had the night align nitro where i cut the metal one out and glued a liner in Mm -hmm. um this is the first one where i've had to install it myself brand new out of the box yeah and so that was that was a little different uh I mean, most of the older guys would be like, oh, that's what I've done forever. (laughs) But but for me, it was like, okay, let's not glue the installer, which is nice because the crankshaft tool that they give you Mm -hmm. is also the clutch liner installer. Mm -hmm. Um, I do have my own tool that I made for installing clutch liners, but I wanted to use everything that they give you because for the review, Mm -hmm. Um, it slid in great. But then I had a full fear of gluing that thing in because you have just enough glue and it was definitely snug on the way out, but it came out. But it it came, it glued, a, it did really well. The tool, everything they give you, the tools wise, worked out really well. What kind of glue? Was it some kind of epoxy or? Yeah, I ended up using a, a five hour epoxy because I figured the longer okay. or JB Weld. I know some people use JB Weld on that stuff, but yeah. I used a five hour of long epoxy. So it just sat in there, it cured overnight. Mm-hmm. I was like, I knew I went to that step ahead of time. So I was like, oh, I do know I got to glue this in. So that was kind of like when, you know, when you glue the old, the tail push rods in the line or in the uh, SAB stuff, it's the same thing. Um, I will say, which was kind of cool. And I ended up was the whole tail push rods. There's no gluing. It's got mm-hmm. the. That's right. Pressure fitting. That's yeah, awesome. It's, pr- it's pressure fit. It's nice. It worked really well. I didn't have any issues with it. It is. Mine like terrifying at first because you're like okay <laughs> see what happens yeah. <laughs> this and, is my pilot yeah let's see if this thing for the best together. right now yeah but <clears throat> i pulled the thing put that together and pulled on it real tight and it, it didn't move at all and it was locked right in so it definitely that was pretty neat i i was i thought that was kind of cool it'd be that'd be cool to take just buy those ends if you want to put it on any other brand if you really wanted buy those ends and use them for an emergency at the field repair, which would be emergency pretty cool. At the field. I'd use those all the time. Yeah. No, I know. I'm That's... so over gluing those push rods. <laughs> this I just just use that gorilla glue. But yeah, no, yeah. That, that, give yourself that was two nice. seconds. Yeah. That's st- that that definitely worked really well with the pressure fit tail. Um like I said, it's everything I do wish they labeled like other brands out there they label one side of the the turnbuckle when you put that in the little plastic link for the ball links yes that'd be nice 
I do wish they labeled the inside and outside. Like just just put an uh, XL on there or something, because I could I had to look at it and really think about which ones I was going to do. The well, inside, you could interestingly enough, I I think the 580 is the only one in the bunch of SAB that has L and R on the threaded rods. No, I'm talking about the um plastic the plastic links. Ball link itself. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, 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 I'm sorry. Okay, to indicate which side. Okay, I got you. I'm sorry. Because the small side and big side of the hole for the ball. Yeah, I got I was you. A- I was able to figure it out. Like when, after I did the first one, I was like, okay, that's not too bad. Then I could look at the other ones and be like, okay, this is what they want. So again, that took some education and knowing instead of just forcing it on there. Mm-hmm. Um. The throttle, everything else, the throttle, it's all full size servos for everything. So you don't ever have to, you don't have to, it doesn't give you an option for a small throttle servo. It's everything's big boy. Mm -hmm. And, and it all worked. Like I said, the mount, servo, mount for the fly brothers unit was rigid, have low vibrations. It wasn't. So let me ask you this. I got, I got a question for you. I'm going to put you, talk to us about the tank mounting system because this is, kind of different but it's kind of similar to what we've used it's it's the same but different yeah it's it's you've got the rubber uh protectors on the frame that Mm -hmm. slide to slide which is nice because you could just slide it in like the old line i'll say like the old lines where you had to like squeeze the tank and it pop it into place yep this was nice that it was a little bit bigger so Mm -hmm. you slide it in and then the push rod guide for the throughout the tail servo doubles as a guide and also a mount to retain the tank in place and That's on the other side. Yeah. yeah. And so it is pretty convenient. It's one screw on one side and the tank comes out. And okay. it's mm, one pretty, screw. Yeah. One yep. screw. That's it. Yep. I wonder who's going to come out with the half screw version. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no screws. But yeah, like it, it definitely, that was pretty cool that how, how easy that went in. Like I was like, oh, it's, this is going to, this is different. Worked out pretty good. Um, trying to think of a couple other things that, because again, it, besides the English translation and the manual, um, it did go together relatively smooth. And it just, it's, I would have to say, like we're like we we're talking about, depends on the modeler if it would be a good first heli for a 700 nitro. What about parts that. quality? Oh yeah, uh, parts. Everything came out really good. Like. The frames were cut really nice. They didn't feel like they were burred up uh, on the edges. Like you, everything was really smooth. Uh, all the machining was done really well. Uh, I do. They did have anodizing inside the threads, so that was kind of something I paid attention to compared to other brands out. Some other brands. Um, mm-hmm. So you, I personally um, used red on everything. Okay. I used red Loctite for the entire heli, and. I normally don't do that. I normally use blue in other places, but red for everything, and nothing fell apart. But I got a more important question. Red, was it expired or non-expired Loctite? Not expired. Oh, so you should have gone with expired. Yeah. That locks up a little bit better after about four hours. That's right. Yeah. 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 So Just give it time. Just give it time. So I I got another question for you. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, because this is a pinion to main gear type setup, right? Is mm-hmm. there any mesh 
issues? Like, did you have to do any meshing or? I was really pleasantly surprised at how nice that was. I didn't have to do anything. I just put it together and that thing was meshed up nice and smooth. No, it wasn't too tight, wasn't too loose. And the gear was, it's a kind of a larger gear, I feel like. But it's not a big gear. But it's, it's uh, not Gowie big. And it's, it's not, not Gowie big. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a good in between. Okay. And it's the uh, but it didn't have any out around. Like if I when I set it on the table to see if it was like flat, mm-hmm. it was on a glass table. It was really flat. It wasn't when you put it in the heli and you spin it. There's no like out around, so it's mm-hmm. not like hard spots and tight spot and loose spots. Okay. It was that the like I said the machining and the quality of the parts were great. They yeah. just there's a couple things that I wish that, like I said, like the anodizing inside the threads, I would prefer they didn't do that. I know it's hard for it's another step that they have to take in the machine, the build process, which would just make the heli cost more. And so you got to make it affordable in places mm-hmm. where something like that. So if anybody and builds it, just read everything. Yeah. And this one has like the collar, the main shaft collar right up yes, top on the top bearing. Does. It does have the main shaft collar, which is something, uh, again, I wasn't used to for a while being just Mm -hmm. put a head on it. And it worked out. He tightened it down. I haven't had any issues with that. I know Chris loves it. It's badass. (laughs) (laughs) It's so cool. It was definitely definitely a little different, but it wasn't nothing bad came from it. It was all pretty easy stuff. Yeah, and they have the channels for the wiring. Okay, mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, which uh, was different, and it cleaned it up. It did come out really nice and clean. I ended up using the, um, they've got, like, for the canopy, they've got these little rods that come out. Mm-hmm. They're, like, carbon, and it's got rubber ends on them. I ended mm-hmm. up poking a hole through them and putting antenna tubes from, like, an old RC car in there, mm-hmm. and I ran my Neo wires through it. So they're not next to carbon. So it can't, it stuck it out like right to the edge of the canopy because it's a fiberglass canopy. So it mm-hmm. brought it right to the edge. You don't ever have to worry about them being stuck out in the wrong spot or getting pushed around. Too close. Yeah, too close to carbon. So it definitely, and it gave, like I said, I checked my signal strength. Like I had the vibration screen up, so I just happened to see it. And it was rock solid the entire time. If I went way the way out there, it didn't matter for like a big hurricane or something. It had good strength the entire time. And it, like I said, it tracks really well. Okay. So shroud looks standard, right? Four screws. Yeah. Yep. This is like an MSA mm-hmm. on the side. It's got that same print on there from it's tried and true. They've ran that shroud for a while. So here's another thing. I'm, I'm, I'm just scrolling down yeah, yeah. to the manual. So. It's very interesting The their blade washers actually have an insert, a copper insert. Oh, yeah, I did forget. So that was, that was different. It was, you went, you put those in, instead of pinching them on your blade and sliding everything in, you had mm-hmm. to insert those first, which held them locked in place and then slid your blade in, which was, mm-hmm. which worked pretty good. It's nice that they got the copper inserts because it gives it, a different wear place instead of the grips it gives the wear place being those copper washers okay. it makes it nice and smooth i like that mm-hmm. what do you do? was a little bit little like i said it's 
going from building the helis I've been building for the last three years now, it was a little, it was fun and different learning different techniques and different ways people do stuff. And I definitely have, like I said, I've already stolen some of the ideas of pulling the motor out. Cause I could do this. I did the same thing with a buddy of mine's the other day and I was like, Oh, or yesterday. And it worked out great. So mm-hmm. I definitely, I, I definitely would give this to, I would definitely say it's a good heli. It's, it's not a bad one to get. If you get, if you already got XL power and you know, the building and stuff like that, then you'll have no problem going through it. It'll be easy peasy for you. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you're a first timer, just take your time. Yes. First time person, take your time. Reach out to the people that have that build these helis all the time instead of going on a Facebook page, group page, which isn't bad to go get advice from, but then you're going to get 15 people telling you how to do the same thing. So if you can, reach out to the people that build them every day and they'll give you the advice on the best way to go so you don't get overwhelmed with what you're trying to do. Okay. Yeah. And then I know you use OS, but is there a engine shaft provided for YS in the kit? I mean, you, I, noticed universal? There a, I noticed it was not universal. I noticed there was like a spare <laughs> thing that they said was trash in the manual. Okay. <laughs> so what did so you do? I, just, I just chucked that out the window. You I chucked the you, OS you, out the window? No, the YS. Oh, I'm sorry. The, the I'm you sorry. suck. He no, he sat mm. on it. He just doesn't want to tell us the truth. Yeah, so it, was, it wasn't that. even big enough to feel. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you put a fifty-five uh, in it. Okay, gotcha. Okay. I'm surprised they got that since Nick was OS. Mm-hmm. Well, they probably just threw that in there because they felt bad for everybody else. Well, everybody outside the United States flies only YS because they know they know the real deal. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, Chris, what do you fly? I fly OS. Oh, what else you got, Chris? Okay. I have I have all OS now. Oh, God. <laughs> well, that's okay. It's... I converted somebody over the past weekend at Joe Nall, mm-hmm. I think. So I yeah. got converted. Was it? And then did came you came back? Was it your off your grinder account? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. I hope. I hope not, because Kevin's really bad at those apps. Apparently, he swipe left the whole time. <laughs> just he just likes to visit. Left. Just keep on swiping left. Oh, It'll be gosh. all right. He'll get there eventually. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I do like Black that. Nitro, and they were like, mm, God, I got to break out my YS engines. His words, not mine. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, I do like the fact that they actually give all the bearing sizes in their manual. Yes. Yeah. It's pretty convenient. Mm-hmm. And it comes with several horns, huh? Yes, that was one thing at first. I didn't know if it didn't, and it comes with nice aluminum servo horns because I was like, oh, I forgot to order servo horns. And I opened the bag, I was like, oh, never mind. Never mind. Psych, you got them all. So that was and you're cool. And you're running an Evo on this, and it's yes. sitting right in front of the clutch stack, and no issues, everything is hunky-dory. Yeah, everything's locked in. It's doing really good, like... It's a plastic case. The only mod that I do to the plastic case is I take a, a either clear shrink wrap and I put it around the case because we all know the the plastic Evo and Neo cases mm-hmm. there. And so I shrink wrap that 
or you can run clear box packing tape on it to hold it in place and around it yeah Mm. yeah and so it's and it's just mounted there with the the tape supplied in the box okay the the evo box not the because they give you a little thicker tape okay and works great and vibrate like i said vibrations because that was the first thing i kind of looked at i was like let's scroll down to the vibrations and see because the tapers that was a big thing he was talking about was everything being tapered you're going to have way less vibrations and it's going to be a lot smoother and i was looking at it and i was like it is it's right where it needs to be you can read the hertz for the motor is right at that same hertz tail and head are all the same so it worked it worked out pretty good okay uh, how about one the last canopy? Huh? How about the canopy? Oh, the canopy's solid. I like I like the canopy. Um, I did have to one of the magnets on the back side because it is a completely wraparound canopy. The magnets, the glue wasn't held in place, so I did have to re-epoxy that on and that to snap it in place. But it it fits really well. It's you do have to run the old school style body pins in it. Because it's it, once you put everything in, especially with the back when it's magnetic, magnetic together, it will actually kind of push it apart. But mm-hmm. I did the first time. I was like, oh, I don't need those because I just flew it. I flew it and I came down, and it was still everything was still held together. It just one of the canopy mounts pushed out in the back. Still had the other one to keep it all in place. So now I run the body clips on each time on each side, and it. Canopy stays in place. It is made of fiberglass. It's not a carbon canopy. Um, it's really bright. It's got great colors. Um, the quality of the canopy was really it was it wasn't super thin to where you feel like you're gonna crush it. It was it was pretty good. Nice. Good All right. one more thing. A well, hey, one more thing. Last thing, I promise. Um, talk to us about the uh tighten up the belt. Anything special? Was it hard? Was it easy? Is it the usual two cups, that's, two screws for the collars? Or it was is the two school f- screws for the collar, and that's one thing I do wish they did change a little bit. Uh, again, I've gotten. I know it's like this is an old school heli thing where they're like, "Oh, just line everything up." There was no mm-hmm. machined guide for the tail mm-hmm. to keep it straight up and down, mm-hmm. so you had to kind of look down the end of it and be like, "Okay, it's nice and square." But okay. it did just you pull on it and crank it down and you're good. Okay. And so it's it has a guide on the pulley on the back to keep the belt in place so you don't have to worry about it. Even if it's loose, it'll still be held on there nice and tight. Okay. But um I definitely that's the only thing I do wish they machined a line in it, like or some sort of guide to put it in there. And also that's one thing. On the there's a mount in the back which I completely thank you for reminding me this there was a mount in the back where there's one different color Allen screw that when you're building it it's a silver screw and I was like why are they giving you a silver <laughs> screw without I do wish in the in the manual which I did say to Nick is I wish they would explain that that is saved for they said don't install it and I'm like okay why don't I install it well if they put don't install it because it's actually helps retain the tail boom also and keep it straight mm. so i do wish they would have it's a they would have wrote maybe like tail boom retention screw or something mm. along those lines used later in the manual because at first i was like i don't need this silver what's this silver screw for and i kind of like set it off to the side when i went to put it together i was like oh where did i put that at and so 
So that was, was it like a set screw or a pin screw or what was kind of like a set kind of like a set screw because it pinched all together and mm. then they used that set screw to like hold it kind of like instead of machining a slot they used that okay and if they did if they ran a machine screw a shot a slot and then they just left that screw in there that'd be perfect for a guide to make it straight up and down okay makes sense okay that's all I had. Yeah. No, all like right. I said, overall, it was a, it's a it's a good heli. It flies really well. It's real predictable. Um, I'd prefer the manual to be a little more refined. But that's pretty much it for me. And now I learned the skids thing was for the rolls. I didn't know that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like an old F3C thing. Like, the goal mm-hmm. is to make the heli look flat. So, I mean, 3D, guys don't really matter but yeah if you plan to compete with it it works to your advantage everything looks flat hmm. oh very cool well thank you very much for doing this yeah no it was and fun it was definitely a different experience and i learned a lot from this to take to other other helis and other people and if people need help with something so now i just have another tool and toolbox mm-hmm. right well cool all right. Well, uh, thanks for being our guest tonight. If you want to look up Chris, you can find him on Grinder. Right beside the OS. <laughs> where, do you, where do you think OS Kevin link? found me at? That's right. Uh, but uh, no, thank you very much for doing this. And uh, I'm sure there are other people out there who are uh, very excited to, to hear about it as well. So, yes. And I also would like to thank Frank because I did reach out to him and he did help me out with this a little bit. And I appreciate him and Raw give me the opportunity to do this so and let me be honest about it they didn't give me any stipulations about anything i did pay for it but they did help me out a little bit um and didn't tell me i had to say anything or do anything right and so i appreciated that mm-hmm. right on cool all right you guys got uh ready to get it out of here yeah. oh yeah all right no you don't want to do this for another two hours let's keep this going no I've got, I've got a flight at four o'clock in the morning, which you is have a flight in like four hours. Five. Four hours, yeah, four and a half hours. So I got to get. Oh, to let sleep. me let me cry your river because you're gonna go have fun for some days. Oh. Yeah, Ooh. I'm gonna I'm gonna be grumpy the entire time. Be like Kevin, don't come near me, people. <laughs> yeah, now is not the time. Dude. Right yeah. now is not the time. Yeah, if I flew OS, I'd say the same thing. I know. Well, you were flying YS then, so he's gonna be heat soaking all the way to his final yeah. destination. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be so heat soaked at four in the morning. Oh. <laughs> he's gonna have to back off. I'm gonna call each one of you fuckers up and be like, "Wake up, bitch! <laughs> Good luck." I'll call. I'll, I'm gonna Skype call you. I'm gonna fucking Facebook message call you. All of them. I don't care. Oh my goodness! You'll get every different tone coming out of your phone besides the alarm. <laughs> I think I need to save your number, uh, you know, with the ring that says, I'm heat soaking. I'm heat, heat soaking. So- you better answer. Not right. Not right now. <laughs> now yeah. is not the time. I'm heat soaking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's time. All Call right. you guys on my phone have the same ringtone. It's alert, alert, alert. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. You're right. Uh, make him twitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well. Uh, if you would like to reach us, you can reach us at the Heliheadshow at gmail.com. If you have questions, you want to be on the show, 
uh, you have show ideas, please let us know. We'd love to hear from you. What else we got? Well, don't forget to like our Facebook, follow and subscribe to us on Podbean and iTunes. And maybe yeah. a review, you know? Maybe. Tell us what we're doing wrong. I mean, tell us yeah. that we're heat soaking, not heat soaking, whatever. <laughs> Just a little bit of everything. Yeah. yeah. A review is always I mean, welcome. That's right, Tanner. So, you know, correct us again, please. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tanner. <laughs> Tanner. Freaking Tanner. I'd, I'd like to... uh do a shout out to all the other Helia podcasts and video personalities out there in the hobby. And everyone needs to be on the lookout for Bill's news of his new announcement. Yeah. Big news. Big news. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't know what it is. It's huge. Huge. It's huge. I mean, is he going to be heat soaking after this episode? What do you think, mm-hmm. Kevin? Yeah, I don't know. He might be, especially when I say, make sure you like and subscribe to Lou's channel, Fly Right oh! RC. <laughs> And uh, make sure you give him a look. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's yeah. heat soaking right now. Yeah. Well, I make it my daily mission to uh, to get Bill riled up. It's sort of my thing. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, and yep. my ch- and checklist complete. Yeah. Yep. Club donations. Donate to the clubs. They have us come to the events. The least we can do is throw them a few bucks so they can have us keep coming back. Absolutely. Thank you, Chris. Mm-hmm. All right, Gooch. Let's let's hit it. What you got? Anything new? Uh, Yeah, we, we changed it up a little bit. Okay. So uh, hashtag Wednesday night training nights. So, uh, dude, uh, tonight we had uh, four new people and one even showed up with a helicopter. Oh, nice. At the club. Yeah, so training nights. Don't be afraid to do it, even if it's you leading and gathering people up. So keep those clubs humping. There you go. Uh, let's see here. Hashtag Nitro Life. You know, we're just killing, you know, gallon after gallon. Okay? Yep. Hashtag Heat Soaking Matters. Okay? Listen, it matters. Hashtag Slow 55. Slow OS 55 needs replacement. You know, so mm. maybe a Y60, maybe mm. I might have something in the works, maybe. All right. You know, and then last one, hashtag Ohio Heli Throwdown 2023, July 13th through the 16th. I would like to invite anyone that could make it. It's going to be a great time in North Jackson, Ohio. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Plane tickets, check. Check. All right, Diamond, what you got? Ooh, hashtag can't can't keep my nitros together. Hash, hashtag I like being choked. Followed by hashtag I don't need a girlfriend when I got cholo. Whoa! Mm. I'll break in right. Getting mm-hmm. serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wedding coming near you soon. Uh, <laughs> hashtag. <laughs> Hashtag all it does is rain at events. <laughs> seems that way, doesn't it? Yeah, it yep. seems like seems like there's a curse going on around here. Hashtag dominance asserted. Mm-hmm. And hashtag why do I need a wrench when I have friends like you? Mm-hmm. Aww. You like stole half of my hashtag on that one. Yeah, well the last two events I wrenched on shit. You guys, yeah, that's guys true. just keep doing it for me. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that what I say together. 
So uh, mine are hashtag red Loctite for everything. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Nitro Life. Yep, yep, yep. Hashtag who needs raffles when I have friends like you. <laughs> and hashtag you on the quill. Don't blame Don't your meds. Don't blame your meds. Always blame your meds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. All right, here we go. We got uh, hashtag I don't always crash, but when I do... I just use, or I just buy new because of all the JV Weld. Mm-hmm. Got hashtag not unapproachable. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Hashtag no slow S. Hashtag there's OS guys, then there's Nitro guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Only mm-hmm. OS guys use grinder. <laughs> Pro tip. <laughs> hashtag tail sniper. Thank you so mm-hmm. much for listening. This has been episode 98. And we'll catch you guys next time. Bye-bye. Laters. Bye-bye. episode turned real gay yeah just like real os mm-hmm. get os just, on grinders it's like, just like I mean, why why ask guys well you, you for some reason chris talked about nick's small hands <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna call chris like what the fuck chris what the we're friends mm. Mm. Like go get some sleep and go get some beads oh i'm gonna go get some beads don't worry i'm showing boobies all day son Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want some I'll bring back some beats for you guys but you gotta earn them and they might be brown when you're done with them Ooh. Mm. Uh, I want I already been used ones no they're gonna be done with brown when don't, you're done with don't, them don't bring me no freaking heat soak OS beads no they're YS beads so they probably won't even make it anywhere no they're passing through an OS's guy's hand so anything is possible burn. I like my beads I like my beads like I like my my trucks. Slightly abused, but not too bad. (laughs) (laughs) What? Ah, do it again. You broke up. Dude, you got to get on an actual internet connection instead of dial up. Oh, AOL disk is about to end up being done. (laughs) Yeah. Hurry up. You broke like uh, Todd's main gear. Oh, boy. God, fine. Todd's hopping. That's <laughs> All right, give it to us again. Everybody ready? Yep. This is your time, Sunshine. I figure he was gonna bring us back in, and then we'd start. No, talking we're all gonna it. be quiet, and it's gonna be just just be you. No. You guys are gonna ask questions. All right, let's do it. Mm-hmm. I didn't be that way then. God. <laughs> Gosh. Good. You're so needy. Today. Why do I need a woman when I got Chris? <laughs> <laughs> because it's perfect life. <laughs> ah, that's going to be a blooper. Uh, that's your new hashtag. <laughs> yes, it is. And now mine's going to be, you got me, baby. Yeah. <laughs>
Shit. You got a friend in me. Mm-hmm. You could only choke me this one time. Whoa. Yeah, we're heat, bitch. We're heat soaking together now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Did you want to share a hotel with me at one of these events? Yeah. I'll show you what's up. Yeah, it's gonna oh, smell boy. a little musky in there, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna get crazy in Ohio. There's just... heat soaking everywhere. There'll be a smell when you see Chris walking around. Look like he just got cowboy spurs on. You'll know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best leg day I've ever had. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, shit! You'll be putting in some work there, buddy. Mm-hmm. Find, find out this working out stuff's really working out. I see you. I see you, Kevin. <laughs> Take it away. <laughs> Do it. Here we go. All right.